0: Wanna know where this is going, Billy? In the garbage, right into the freaking garbage.
1: you that? a good guy, you The DWM Productions THC podcast. Sponsored by, man, it's fucked up. FastCustomShirts.com, man. That Facebook edit, man. Mm, It's crazy. Real. Right here at BoyGob.com. No, I'm saying, dog.
0: I knows what to say, Tom.
1: <laughs> we'll get to that, motherfucker.
0: What <laughs> do you hear me? Well, I say, though.
1: No. <laughs> oh, that dude was so Jamaican. He was Irish. <laughs> what the fuck?
0: <laughs> oh. Yeah, we'll get to that shit. So uh, how's your week, Tom? How's things been going? Sorry for the delay. Had uh, some personal shit that's still going on, but uh, but I'll tell you about all that shit later. Uh, but yeah, we made it here now on a on a Monday. Nobody's doing anything, so everybody will probably be flooding the uh, the chat here in a little bit. Maybe not. This is where you. Stay- about your beak or whatever, Tom.
1: Oh, sorry. <laughs> you went on a I, trip,
0: man. Like you were yeah, in the I, cold I, countries.
1: Yes, uh, yes. Ah. Uh, yes, yes,
0: doll. And <laughs> it don't stop. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was a uh, it was a week today. Sorry, man. I was smoking mad shittily rolled blunts before <laughs> fucking. We are gonna record this shit. Fat blunts. Ah. Uh, Fuck yeah, but they were like rolled weird and stepped on like you rolled them with your feet.
0: Yeah, brownish paper.
1: Mm. (laughs) It was contractor's paper. (laughs) Hey dog, this shit's a little too stiff. Oh, just dip it in some formaldehyde. That usually thins it a little bit. So, yeah, uh, last week, Lori and I went to the old hill country for our anniversary. If people don't know that's a spot by like San Antonio in between like San Antonio and Austin. Excuse me. I'm winded because of those shitty fucking rolled blunts. Mm. <clears throat> uh, San Marcos. I think that's the place. New Braunfels, that area.
0: Yeah. Because you're a big barbecue guy and you like to hit all these barbecue spots.
1: No, we actually uh went to the uh same restaurant we did last year. It's one that you know I don't really care for. It's it's good old country good eatings <laughs> or whatever the fuck kind of food that shit I don't like is. But uh she digs it, so that's good. That's all that fucking matters. Yeah, uh she, it's that's cool. It's called uh the old grist mill. And it reminds her of uh the show, a mini series, I guess, called Over the Garden Wall, which is pretty great. I would uh recommend watching that shit. Even you, you'd probably get a kick out of it. You say, Oh, the arts. The art's really nice, but this seems like it was made for a bunch of fucking tomatoes. I've and heard it say Joe.
0: You know, but uh it did not make my list. But we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of it, never seen it.
1: It's good. It's uh the dude who made a flapjack, that wacky ass fucking Cartoon Network show. He did mm-hmm. that shit. Man, I am so winded. Just I'll keep talking. Just let me drink a little bit of this water. Right. I tell you, it was I was just in the shop. I said, Bumble Clot, me needs to get through the show now.
0: Oh, and you mm. are actually are drinking water. <laughs> All right. Yes, sir.
1: So um yeah we went there the first night was kinda as eh, soon as I got there put the old uh uh hot tub on the highest it could be because it was gonna be a cold night. So uh came back a few hours later. Huh. It dropped degrees. <laughs> well fuck. So I made sure it was all the way up. Went back inside, did dinner or something for another hour. Lori was watching A House of a Thousand Corpses, and I was like, "Oh shit! I didn't. Uh, I didn't ever want to rewatch this again. I just wanted to, you know, remember that I liked this movie and mm-hmm. remember that it was." <laughs> but it started going on, and then fucking. <clears throat> Rob Zombie with his fucking spooky, not his real voice comes out. She got a cold thunder to be meow 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 in his fucking bullshit. And I was like, ah, I remember when I was a teenager and thought this was (laughs) good music. And then uh, the Captain Spaulding shit happened. I was just like, yeah, all right, that's, you know. That was my favorite part in the movie, and that's, you know, just at the beginning. So if that holds up, fine. Terrific. And then um, what's it? Old Chris Hardwick comes on, and ah, I don't think I want to watch this shit anymore. I'm just going to remember what it was. The hot tub should be good by now, and it wasn't. But, you know, I'm going to make the goddamn best of it because we're here. And also, I'm just out drinking beer, shivering in the hot tub for (laughs) about 40 minutes. Because at this point, the fucking pool or the temperature is below body heat. So at that point, it's just like, well, what the fuck? What does it even matter anymore? And uh, went inside by the time that move that the fuck. Mad shitty blunts. God damn, son. This got me fucked up. (laughs) I'm going to go... Italy, man. I'm going to go back to Italy. Shit. So, um... Watch the movie. We'll talk about... I'll let Joe talk for a little bit in a minute so I can get my faculties together to talk about a movie. (laughs) All right.
0: Yeah, while Tom was on vacation, for the rest of us, it was Halloween, and uh, as always, you know, stood outside and gave out candy, and we usually don't have a whole lot of people come through, which sucks as much as we decorate, but... uh, Well,
1: I mean, because of that law, you can't have children come into your door.
0: No, that's not uh, a law in Texas, but uh, yeah, we had more people show up than ever before, which was cool. But, like, there was not one single costume that stood out. It was like, that's fucking cool. You know, even when the kids were wearing the shitty Spider-Man costume a couple of years back, that was a lot cooler than, like, I don't even know. They were wearing maybe, like, half a store-bought costume and then just some fucking jeans or something. I, I don't know. It was, it was not impressive. But here, just take your candy, kid. You know, what do you say? Trick or treat. At least say fucking trick or treat. Come on, you know? Have some decor, have some respect for the holiday, you know?
1: The fucking town we were staying at, like, this little-ass town, like, everybody was decorated for fucking Halloween. They had decorations and inflatables falling out of their fucking ass. We even (laughs) seen this one fucking cocksucker driving, like, all the... Because it's, like, literally in the hills, so all the roads are, like, windy and fucking death-defying, or whatever words you want to use. And this fucker who had to be drunk or high comes flying down the road on a goddamn golf cart wearing a Michael Myers mask with Bret Hart sunglasses over it. And uh, we went to the little store over there And I got to see a couple children in their costumes, one of which was the dumbest shit I've ever fucking seen. It was a legitimate store bought fucking uh costume, and it was a can of Mountain Dew.
0: (laughs) So you think that kid picked that up himself or (sighs) the adult? Out for him. oh this is gonna be
1: great uh unless they wanted their fucking child to be kicked into balls by other kids at school i don't think the parents picked that out unless they knew that this kid was so goddamn dumb the parents wanted to make sure there wouldn't be any any you know Mishaps down the line, aka getting abroad pregnant with his dumb sperm, so they sent him to school in this stupid fucking Mountain Dew costume, so all the bullies just take turns booting him in the (laughs) cock. Oh shit, I would never do that if I was a father. That just seems wrong.
0: Well, I guess uh movie wise I watch hey Tom, I'm trying, I'm trying, man. Uh, but I thought, well, let me ease up on the twenty twenty-three stuff and you know, finally get to some of these DVDs I've got at Frightmare or wherever. So pulled out one from old our old buddies at Severin, Tom, and I watched a movie called Shining Sex. This is a
1: I don't believe fucking Severin would put out a movie with a classless title like that.
0: This is a Jess Franco movie and uh Severin our buddy David he's really proud of the uh of the Jess Franco uh films that they have in their library. He keeps on acquiring more and putting out more and I've seen a lot of Jess Franco movies, you know, and they're weird because the guy he knows what he's doing you know he knows how to shoot a film but i mean there's usually not much of a story going on in his shit and this one is no exception you know his stuff it uh it's very sexual as this one even has it in the title shining sex but uh but this one just goes all out i mean there is just right from the beginning this uh I don't remember if it's Lena Romay in this one or the, you know, I've got it at the shop in the, in the for sale box. Uh, but yeah, she's just like dancing around, you know, if it's like naked, naked, naked. And, and like, it's just all close up shots and like crazy. Like, Hey, wait a minute. Did they show this in the theaters? Well, maybe they did, but a special theater, you know? And, uh, so then he tries to throw in a story, you know, there's a, a guy and a lady there watching her dancing, you know, cause it's at a club, you know, and it's, I guess in, in Spain or France or something. And, you know, normal there, you know, just like, Hey, let's go have dinner and, you know, watch this chick gyrate. You know, she's not much of a dancer. She just, you know, gyrating and stuff. But, you know, they send a message, Hey, you know, uh, you should come back home with us. And they do, you know, if she does. Yeah. Okay. You know, goes back home with them and then you know they do all the sex to her and everything. And then they put some suntan lotion on her, Tom. And that suntan lotion, it turns her into a mindless zombie assassin. Not a zombie. well, you know what I mean by zombie. You know, she reads Marvel comics. And uh yeah, so what they you know, turns out the lady is a alien and the, the guy that was with her, that's just her like sex slave or something. And she needs to create other sex slaves to kill people that, uh, that know about her existence. And that's what this girl does. She's going around. And one of the people that knows about her existence, Tom is a crippled old guy that tends to go into trances whenever she's killing somebody. And it's that character is played by old Jess Franco himself, Tom. And, uh, man, I believed he was crippled. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Not at all. Uh, Yeah, it's weird because this is, like, a science fiction movie, I guess. But it's, you know, 80% of it is uh, sex or simulated sex with, like, yeah, a lot of close close-up shots and you just you get bored you know there's a whole lot of nudity and it just gets really really boring and i don't even remember what happened at the end you know did they expose the uh well you know they exposed everybody else but they exposed the lady as being a uh alien shit i don't remember man i don't know the dvd or the the blu-ray is it a 4K? No, but it comes with the soundtrack, just like that last uh, Dracula versus Frankenstein thing. So I guess this is a Severance thing now. They're adding the, the CD soundtracks. Not a lot of people I know listen to CDs anymore. But I guess you can pop that into the old DVD players, right? They still have that capacity? Maybe. They I, do. But... Uh,
1: I forget that your screens... A lot smaller than mine so when i shake my head in agreement or do this you can't really see it because it's about the size of a postage stamp plus we still have people who listen on the old podcast feed so you know i should remember things like that my apologies joe this is an audio medium first
0: yeah it is an audio medium uh Yes, Jake Taff. This is a nip-flip classic, I guess. Uh, and if you're... I guess if you're this lady, Lena Romay, then uh, then this is a movie for you because, you know, you'll see all of her. All of her. Uh, I don't know. Can't recommend this one unless you're a uh, a Jess Franco devotee, you know. Uh, Severin doesn't have them numbered, you know, if they did... You know, people could line them up and show like, look, I've got just Franco one through 27 or something, you know, but I weird, weird shit. (sighs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Let's see here there, Joe. Well, uh. After old house of a thousand corpses wrapped up, Lori put on Beetlejuice. Have you heard of this one? I have a lot of people love this movie. love it.
0: This would make a lot of people's lists I think
1: <laughs> uh yeah i've I mean I've said it before. I don't give a fuck i Tim Burton's not for me. I don't care for any of this shit. Uh, maybe Mars Attacks, just because I remember seeing it in the theater with my dad. But even then, we were both like, "Yeah, hey, this kind of sucks a dick, doesn't it? And then he lit up a cigarette and it exploded in his face because it had loads in it. <laughs> and once again, punched in the fucking eye, I got
0: uh. That, uh thing i sent you that little video it was the opening to an episode of uh of that series i'm watching from severin and like shit it was like we had just talked about that shit and yeah that's exactly what happened
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh shit when we were uh out at wherever the fuck we were they had like a toy store there too But it turned out just being like a bunch of who the fuck would ever buy this shit? Like the Lori was looking at thinking about pencils that had like Zodiac symbols on it because there really wasn't shit. But at that time I was like, I'm about to shit my pants. And it's like a 20 minute drive. We got to go. And as soon as we got back home or not home, but to the house, I ran in there fucking I could just hear Lori laughing out fucking on the other side of the room because it's how loud and powerful it was. But anyways, Joe, <clears throat>
0: she didn't get what thing because of you.
1: Well, she—it she, was just like a weird, uncomfortable store, and the shopkeeper was like the only one there. It was like a tourist thing, but it was—it was weird. Like, they they had, like, little, maybe one-half-inch die-cast metal Universal Monsters. I'm sure it was, like, 15 bucks. I was just like, ah, this would be, like, the only thing here I'd sort of kind of, like, ah, what the fuck. And I brought this up because they had a joke section with, like, Lori pointed out with, like, the fake puke into fake poo poo and shit so yeah you just talk about things for 8 years and then you notice it out in the real world
0: (laughs) (laughs) so So, yes uh, back to your Beetlejuice this is your first time watching Beetlejuice
1: no this is not my first time watching Beetlejuice I I know that I have seen it uh, once when I was a kid probably more than that that fucking thing was always on but, uh, yeah, I never gave a flying fuck to go back and watch it at all. Uh, I always thought that, yeah, I just appreciate it for, like, the practical effects and, you know, the PG-style monsters and stuff in it. And going back and seeing it, it was, hmm, all right, that stuff's okay, I guess, and just... Tim Burton's fucking goofy aesthetic, whatever his style is, it just fucking sucks. I don't care for any of that shit, his fucking art direction and style. I just fucking, I don't care for that shit at all. And then all the people who come into this house are all little Tim Burton avatars, people that I'd never fucking hang out with. Old Kevin's mom from Home Alone's a fucking idiot. Jeffrey Jones is there causing fucking problems. And then you got fucking, what's her nuts, Winona Ryder, she can't even fucking keep track of her own kids and falls into fuck damn her fucking kids fell into that Beetlejuice world and that stranger things bullshit and that sucked too uh yeah i mean Lori fucking loved this this was like the most i've ever seen her into a movie and just smiling laughing going along with it like god bless it i just i fucking couldn't get into it and as I was watching it, it was starting to click. I was just like, hey, wait a minute. This is a movie for girls. <laughs> ah. All right. Well, this fucking makes sense then. Yeah, this shit wasn't made for me.
0: But it's odd, though, because this is a movie about a, a ghost who's like a middle-aged man, right? And he wants to fuck like a, is she, what's she, like 15 years old in this movie? Yeah. Uh, old BJ, he's... They don't
1: really say why he's confined to... He's not even confined to this model or whatever the fuck they're building. He just kind of shows up. He's like some kind of... Drifter. who He helps people haunt, but he's also a dickhead or something. It's just a lot of who gives a fuck. It's all kind of blurry, but in order for him to like come back into the world he has to marry a fucking child or some shit it's all very questionable stuff from the mind of tim burton
0: yeah it's uh definitely one of the ones that uh, like you said it has some cool looking shit in it but just momentarily but overall it's not one that i, I really liked a whole lot you know and like you said yeah it is it is a chick flick
1: So, yeah, I can understand if you like this shit for sure. It's definitely made for a audience. But if you identify as a male, that audience is probably not you. I was (laughs) going to say, hey, if you got a fucking cock, you probably shouldn't watch this. But this was recorded in 2023, you see.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. uh, It is what it is. But, yeah, just... The whole time I was watching it, it was just like, Boo. <laughs> Boo. but I watched the whole fucking thing, Joe, hey. the whole fucking thing.
0: Well, it's your anniversary, Tom. So you weren't doing everything for you. Yeah. Very good of you. Mm. Tom, 2023. I'm trying, man. I am trying probably harder this year than I ever have. I'm watching more movies of the year. And uh, well, I watched one that was uh, on HBO called Oracle. Uh, This is about a graduate student, Tom, that takes a, a babysitting job. And the babysitting job happens to be on an old plantation house. Now, you know what a plantation house is, Tom? That's where they have slaves. Slaves work in the land, Tom. And, Farmers. Yeah. She's introduced uh, to the children. You know, the lady's got two boys and a little girl.
1: Hey, hey, you shut. Don't fucking. Mm. Don't, don't call them that. We'll get to that.
0: Uh. But the lady's also got some curious things around. Like, she's got an old branding iron, Tom, you know, that they used on their property, you know, to keep their property well marked. And then she's got some old, uh, like, racist knickknacks and stuff around, you know. And I already forgot who played uh, the mom, but uh, she used to be something or something. Anyway, you know... The girl says, well, I'll think about it, you know, and then the mom calls her one night. Hey, you know, my mom's in the hospital. I need you to come over here. Watch the kids tonight. I'll pay you 500 bucks, you know. The girl says, okay, I'll do it. She goes over there. And Tom, there's strange shit going on in this. You know, like if you look out the window, you know, you know how you can see the reflection. Like there'll be a reflection of somebody behind you, you know, like a ghostesses behind you or something. Or, if you're walking down the hallway, something else will run across the hallway real quick, Tom.
1: Will it make a noise like
0: (laughs) If she looks out in the field, there might be like ghostesses standing there amongst the cornrows.
1: Ooh, we're ghosts! Ooh! It's from Beetlejuice, you see.
0: (laughs) Oh, so Shit's happening, and she's trapped in the house. She can't get out. You know, uh, the old lady that used to own the house—it's her ghost there, trying to kill somebody or something. Anybody? She's trying to kill anyone. Trying to get her revenge because uh, there was like a slave rebellion or something. I'm kind of lost at this point in the movie, not giving a shit because it's so bad. Uh,
1: Let me ask you this, Joe: Did this ghost lady? Did she ever have her uh, portrait painted on a wall with a bunch of dolls around her?
0: She did have her portrait on the wall, yes. And uh, she's wearing a black like mourning dress for some reason. You know, I guess because it looks creepy. I don't. It looked creepy. It looks stupid. Uh, there's a ghost of a little black girl running around, and you know the the little girl. That lives there she's like oh no that's my friend you know blah 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 it turns out tom you know because the mom says hey how are my kids doing well you know the boys are they're around here you need to call the cops and and then your daughter daughter i don't have a daughter (gasps) tom the daughter was a ghost too the whole time oh shit what she she's got to break this curse somehow tom She's got to break this curse. And there's some flashbacks going on because, you know. Did you just say
1: that the girl was a ghost?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And she turns out to be the daughter of the old matriarch that's haunting the place. And she was always mad at the little girl because the little girl had a little black friend. A fucking racist ghost, Tom. Oracle, I don't believe, got a theatrical release. Uh, It was uh, just sent to HBO Max with uh, no fanfare whatsoever. There's a reason for that. It fucking sucks.
1: Uh, And everybody's on strike, and no one's allowed to promote their
0: movies that are coming out. Yeah, and with this one, they were probably, eh, that's okay, I don't really want to you know, associated with this. You know, I, I needed a check. Or whatever. And uh, yeah, it's not good, man. Not good. 2023, it seems, especially for horror, is being a real shit year.
1: Yeah, starting next week, since it is fucking November already and we'll all be dead soon. I'm going to go hard on the 2023 movies. I see a lot of people saying, oh, mate, you got to say when evil lurks. It's the best goddamn horror movie I've ever seen. Yeah, heard you that. Gotta, you gotta fucking watch it, there, eh, Joe.
0: That means I. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's the reason. Also, I haven't uh, watched uh, that Edgar Allan Poe adaptation that's on Netflix. That are you know those miniseries or whatever. Uh, nah.
1: Yeah, I. Uh, I heard. Oh, it's so fucking brutal. Oh, Christ almighty, help me. It's They don't shy away. (laughs) So I went to the old Google, and I said, hey, Google, can you do me a favor? Google's like, I'll I'll try, I guess. I was just like, hey, Google, does the dog die in when evil lurks? Okay, well, when I asked it, it told me, yes, the dog gets shot. Mm. So I said, "Ah, I don't know if I want to watch this. But then I saw, oh, hey, wait wait a second here. This is an IFC movie. And as we talked about in the past, IFC puts out some good shit. And then you know what I saw, Joe? Streaming on Shudder. (laughs) And then I said, ah, well, now I don't know what to think. So we'll see. However, Outlaw Johnny Black did hit fucking streaming with no fanfare or anything because no one's allowed to talk about their fucking movies and shit. But I'll check that one out. It was weird, remember? You pop a DVD in. And there'd be these commercials. Hey, don't steal movies, dickhead. Everybody gets hurt. The person bringing the donuts. The person acting in the movie. The person who shot the movie. They all get hurt if you steal this movie. And now we flash forward all these many years later. And they're just like, hey, don't talk about the movies. So, uh, the companies won't make any money. (laughs) you're just like, wait a second. It was, it was a trick all along and everybody already got paid and all this money's just going to the big corporations. Yep. So if you'd steal the movie, just steal the fucking car. Okay. Thank
0: you. Uh, little responses to the chats there. Uh, Jake, uh, JR, I don't remember doing it, but Tom says I covered Five Nights at Freddy's last week. You and... did, you
1: watched all but five minutes,
0: yeah. Okay, and uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, I don't know that I'll ever watch that. JR, we'll see, maybe I'll get to just because you requested it. Maybe when I get back to whatever streaming services that it's it's on, I don't know.
1: It is a 2023
0: movie, after all. It is, and so is the cocaine bear, and then so is the other lame one, that uh, lame-looking one. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Speaking of bears, we'll get to that next week, Joe. Wink! (laughs) So I watched something starring your boy, Captain James T., The T stands for Tiberius, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. Kurt. (laughs) So anyways, old Kurt, he's a sheriff of some town in Arizona. And you know what they got in... Prove it. Yes, yes, he does. And you know what they got a lot of in Arizona, Joe?
0: Uh, Racists?
1: (laughs) Yes, and Spiders
0: for rant (laughs) torrentulas
1: there you go bless you get a kleenex if you need it Mm -hmm. so uh old kurt he's like hey what are all these spiders doing there's a lot of them and they just killed my black friend they must be racist and then spiders overtake the town of arizona the end and that was kingdom of the spiders it was a very whatever fucking movie very cheap just to say hey look at this movie with william shatner in it isn't this fucking great and the answer is no go watch ticks instead
0: was this a made for tv movie
1: I watched it on TV. Old Sven Gulli showed it this past
0: weekend. Just for that.
1: Yes, (laughs) they went back in time and made it just for this polo-sausage-eating fuck.
0: (laughs) That's how I switched over to the Disney Channel. Say, hey, did Disney put anything out in 2023 that's not the Marvels, which I will never fucking watch?
1: Why? Because you fucking hate women?
0: those women yes um turns out they did make a movie earlier in the year tom that movie is called the haunted mansion you ever been to disney world or land tom
1: yes when i was uh young and i am pretty sure we did go on the haunted mansion mm-hmm. and i either did ride it or i went into the elevator And cried like a fucking woman until we were let out in embarrassment and everybody else went on the ride. But I don't remember anything after that elevator, but I do remember always being a little
0: bitch. Yeah, they do have like a side door to let out the little bitches after the elevator ride, because that happens a lot, you know? Uh, Yeah, the Haunted Mansion is... uh, Disney's been making... For a while now, movies out of their rides, you know, like Pirates of the Caribbean and, and this one, the Haunted
1: song Boys. of the South,
0: song of the South and. Uh, Pete's Dragon, was that? A, I don't know. Anyway, Face <laughs> Mountain. Well, Woo! they made a movie of this in like 2008 with Eddie Murphy and uh, it was not good is a uh, pretty shitty. But this one, Tom, this one is about a guy who's an astronomer and he meets a woman that's into ghosts and stuff. She does ghost tours, you know, and she's kind of like a medium, you know. She's a little bigger than a medium. But, uh, well, she dies and he's heartbroken and jaded about life but has taken over the ghost tour thing and he had even you know developed a camera with his you know optics from uh, astronomy and shit so he could take pictures of ghosts anyway rosario dawson is a doctor a single mom and she decides to buy a house in the middle of louisiana that uh, is reputed to be haunted She's going to turn it into a bread and breakfast, but... Uh, what? Bread and breakfast? <laughs> but there's ghosts. Is there, Tom. So she hires a priest, you know, and that's played by Luke Wilson or Aaron Wilson, one of those guys with a fucked up nose. And uh, that guy, he's just a con man, so he goes and gets the other dude that has the ghost camera... And they I also, don't like
1: how you refer to Jewish people as the ones with the fucked up nose.
0: Uh, they also recruit this other medium and then uh, Danny DeVito and all of them got to solve the mystery of the ghost house, Tom. Because there's this ghost there that needs to recruit 5,000 souls or 500. One of the two. And he just needs one more, Tom. One more. And then he can the earth or something i don't know what's going on here tom but it's pretty entertaining you know it's not a great movie but god with all the crap i've been watching this year you know what this isn't bad this is all you know some of these performances hey that danny devito he's always a funny little man you know
1: speaking of danny devito Let's hear your best one, Joe.
0: Hey, hey, hey I'm D- Danny DeVito. Ah.
1: Excellent.
0: Mm, I thought so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd say I'd recommend it. Nice. Part where tom's supposed to be talking for you people listening
1: yeah i was looking at my list <clears throat> i don't have any other movies that i watched okay. i did last week write down nostalgia and i thought hey maybe joe and i can talk about nostalgia about you know how it's fine to have it you look back on these things and it reminds you of a better time or memories you had when it made you happy and that kind of shit that's all well and good just don't let it blind you to bullshit thinking oh yeah this this shit's great and it's obviously a piece of fucking shit but you have an emotional connection to it i just because i was thinking a lot of times we're always just like oh fuck this it's just bullshit nostalgia but it's fine to have nostalgia for something because it makes you feel happy. It's just fucking dumb when you're just like, oh, this is fucking great. I love Barney, though. That's a great show. What? You're a 47-year-old man saying you love the Barney show, and it's good. Weird. But, you know, how much can you can you say about that? I just wanted to throw because, you know, doing a lot of poo-pooing on the old goosebumps there. And it's just like, you know, it's fine if you, you like that shit. Brings you back to the old warm and fuzzies, but.
0: And this is something we mentioned again and again, you know. Did it during the Wishmaster rewatches and the Stepfather rewatches and all that. So, yeah, this is a. It always bears repeating though, Tom, you know, but yeah.
1: Again, you know, like what you like, just uh, don't fake the funk. You could say, oh yeah, it's fucking bullshit and have a good laugh about it. And, you know, <laughs> laugh. Oh, I can't believe I used to like this shit, but still have that special warmth in your heart for it. <laughs> That's all well and good,
0: but yeah, it sucks, but I like it, you know?
1: yeah Yeah. don't just blindly go into i don't know like i just don't feel like talking about it now (laughs) (laughs) even everything we just did there was way more than i was plan. i was just like oh yeah i wrote nostalgia down i don't really feel like talking about it
0: well i got a couple more movies tom all right I think this is on Peacock. Uh, I watched Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. I think maybe this is the fourth Pet Cemetery movie they made. You know, they made the first one that had a sequel, and then they did a remake that really, really sucked. Let me tell you like Beetlejuice, Pet Cemetery is a movie that a lot of people have, like, oh man, that was so fucking scary. That movie sucks. Okay, and what holds that original movie together is Fred Gwynn, uh, Herman Munster. His is the only performance in that movie that's worth a damn. You know, the little kid, he looks silly as fuck, you know, when he's around with that knife. <laughs> you know, yeah, okay, he's possessed by a demon or something, but you telling me you can't fucking drop kid that kid across the fucking field or throw him back into the road or something? Come on, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, that little... That lady that's all whatever. Anyway, this is one of... things better horror books. You know, this book is fucking badass. It's one of the few that I've read twice. It's got one chapter in there. Maybe it's two chapters. I don't know. That it talks about the past. You know, like, hey, this has happened before. Somebody buried somebody in that uh, pet cemetery. And he came back. And man, things got fucked up. So this movie is about those two chapters, Tom. And uh, old David Duchovny, remember him, Tom? <laughs> yeah, that's a good whatever you were singing. Uh, was on a show called The, the X-Files, Tom. And, uh, and Californication, or... Something like that, but anyway, man, this guy looks like shit. I don't know if he's got a droopy eye in life or is that something they did for effect in this show. But anyway, it's taking place in the uh, late '60s. The Vietnam War is going on, and his son comes back dead. Uh, so he takes him to the old pet cemetery. And buries his son. And then his son comes back, and like people, are like, "Hey, so and so's son's back from the from Vietnam." Like this other kid, he's like, "Well, I'm gonna go join the Peace Corps." You know, him and his girlfriend go join the Peace Corps and get out of that shitty little town. But things are going bad because that guy, he's killing folks now. Tom, he's acting all kinds of crazy and stuff, you know, and uh, so his childhood friends got to get together and put it, put things right. Tom. Cause sometimes dead is better. Something that they said in the book and something they said in the first movie. And this time they say it, maybe they didn't say it as often as I think, but it felt to me like a, like an evil dies tonight thing. You know, it's like, Hey, you already said that shit move on, you know, write something else. Uh, Henry Thomas plays one of the dads that knew about this, and that's like, oh, we got to stop this from happening again. Pam Greer is there, and uh, man, she's put on some weight. <sighs> sad, sad. Um, so yeah, they gotta they gotta get together, and they gotta kill this kid. But Tom, um, you gotta remember, this kid just came back from Vietnam, so not as only is he possessed by a demon. But he's like probably special forces or some shit. So he's dug tunnels under the house like a tunnel rat, you know, and uh, and he can just like creep up and sneak up on somebody and he can go and bury people in that cemetery, too. And now they work for him. They'll do some killings and stuff, too, Tom. And. uh, Yeah, whatever. You know, fuck this movie. I, I thought, you know, it started out the first 30 minutes like, hey, this is all right. They're starting to build. Some, and then it just gets stupid. You know, the same stupid shit. Oh, uh, Henry Thomas. He's telling, you know, they make up this thing like you can only kill these people if you shoot them in the eyes. That's the only way they're going to die now. Like, where the fuck did that rule come from? That's stupid. But. He forgets his own role, shoots one of the things, and then it turns around and like sticks a, a whole shotgun through his body. You know, it's, it's just dumb. Not a good movie. I cannot recommend this one at all. But I don't recommend the original one either. Fuck it. Read the book, you literate fucks. All right, I got two things. First of all,
1: let's hear your old Herman Munster.
0: I don't know. I didn't watch the monsters a whole lot. I preferred the Adams family.
1: Because they're creepy and kooky.
0: They are mysterious, too.
1: But most of all, Hispanic. Mm-hmm. Even though John Aston was a honky, you see.
0: He was, but, you know, he was using his acting ability to say stuff like, Caramilla, which ain't <laughs> Italian. I don't fucking know.
1: And number two, you remember uh, Masters of Horror Homecoming? Yes, that's pretty good, right?
0: Yeah, they came back to vote, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Man, <did> that's. <sighs> As soon as they voted, they could rest again, Tom.
1: I have a perfect idea for an episode.
0: Which prick was that that directed that? Was that Joe Dante? Yeah.
1: You sweater vest wearing fuck always looking like you're getting ready to take your second grade school picture. What the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: (sighs) Preston Empowerment. So Tom, the last film that I watched, also a 2023 film and this one was on a Apple Plus. And this is a collaboration between Apple and A24. This is a movie. Uh, it's a confidence game movie, Tom. And it's one of these that like introduces you to some characters. Something happens to these characters. And then, boom, let's pause and go back and show you some backstory on this character and then boom let's go back and show you this other person that was introduced and show you their backstory and how this all ties together tom and uh two of our main characters are confidence people you know they're running a con game and uh i mean it's not that complicated a uh a plot line that i can't explain it but I don't want to, you know, uh, it's another one that starts out all right. And then it runs out of steam. You know, it it builds up these two con people like, hey, they're the smartest motherfuckers in the world. And like they've been doing this forever, you know, and they're so good at it. And then they get taken, you know, by some.
1: Damn, Liam Neeson come to fuck shit up learn
0: the game you know they just learned the game and they they did this elaborate con on these two pros and it's just fucking stupid you know couldn't get uh, you know it was just disappointing it's like all these movies that I'm watching you know they'll start out okay and then it's just uh, not happy with 20 20- <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's fucking weird that this went uh, straight to streaming, because A24 usually puts all their shit in theaters, and recently they just announced it. Ah, we're not just going to do Art House anymore. Now we want to make some bullshit money, too, so we're going (laughs) to open up the floodgates.
0: Yeah, we're tired of just breaking even. I get that, you know? (laughs) Hey, I like that it's a big fuck you to the, the cultists. (laughs) that uh that love a24 uh the thing with the with this one is like apple they've got very little on their platform you know so they do some stuff that's just exclusive to them at least for a while i don't know and i guess this their draw for the month or whatever an a24 film i don't know uh john lithgow's in it
1: damn
0: he's in third rock from the sun there's an alien, uh, Julianne Moore, uh, Sebastian Stan, who was a uh, Bucky or something in the Marvel Universe. Where is Bucky and what has he had? Hmm. It's from Disco Godfather, you know. But I would pass on this movie, not recommend.
1: And it was at that moment I realized, shit, I should go back to Africa.
0: <laughs> All right, like Tom mentioned last week, uh, we're gonna like do away so much from the from the series movies. And I initially said, "Hey, let me watch these. Let's watch two Walter Hill movies." But the ones I wanted to watch weren't streaming. So as I'm looking around, I saw, "Hey, Belly is on." Uh, on. TV. I've never seen Belly, but I remember a lot of people talking about it. You know, think, "Oh man, you gotta watch that. That's great." You know, it's like, "God damn, that movie's hard. That movie roll hard, dog." It's, uh, <laughs> oh shit, Joe's a racist. People would say, and uh, well, I'd never seen it. I didn't know they had a sequel, but a sequel, is also streaming on too. So I told Tom, hey, you know what, let's do these belly movies and Tom got real fucking excited. He goes, oh yeah! Yeah, that movie real hard. Dog. I hadn't seen that since I was, you know, you know, in junior high. Um, yeah, I had to apologize to myself after watching this. You know, this, uh, this movie was directed by Hype Williams, who was a music video director primarily in the hip hop genre and he brought in a lot of the people that he'd worked with previously on this like uh DMX is one of the stars Naz, Nas 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 um uh, T-Bone
1: Baz uh, <laughs>
0: uh and it is about to uh so
1: before you get into that, Joe, I'm gonna tell everybody that I have seen Belly before. Okay, not only that, but uh this was a VHS I had when I was a child. I guess this came out when I was 12. And uh for some reason I watched it a lot. I haven't watched this and High school might have been the last time I watched it. So it's been at least 20 years, more than 20 years that line up right, maybe. That seems about right. So uh yeah. I was just like, Oh shit, we're gonna go back and watch Belly. All right, I can't wait. I bet it fucking sucks.
0: (laughs) Nostalgia, you see.
1: Nostalgia.
0: Um so, yeah, it's about two guys, buddies, you know, but they're thieves, you know. They, they go around and they rob people. But, you know, that's really not enough. You know, they're not making the big money. They're not getting the...
1: You got to set it up a little more than that, Joe. Two buddies. You got Nas, whose character's name is Sincere. Sincere. And then you have DMX, a man... Named Buns. And at the ripe age of five, he sold his soul to the devil. And we see this by, uh, you know, images of this little kid drawing a pentagram on a wood floor with Santeria candles set up fucking all over. <laughs> and that insinuates how dear Buns. Became a dark man X, so now we have Sincere, who looks up to Buns. I want to call him Mister Buns, but that's not his name. It's just Buns. Joe Buns is his name in the movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, old Sincere looks up to him because, oh man, he's got this great house. With a projector, fuck, and this was like the late 90s. This is probably why I fell in love with having a projector in my house <laughs> and still do to this fucking day because it's awesome. He's just like, man, fuck, this guy's got a projector. He's got this black broad with big tits, probably has like 8, 9, 12 wigs up there. Man, his house is dope and that fucking projector, man. I want to be just like Mr. Buns. Fuck. So from there, we uh, see them doing gangsta shit. But like why? Robin.
0: I mean, they're doing the same jobs, you know? They're robbing the same clubs. Doesn't he get the same cut, you know?
1: But Yeah, it seems like uh, Sincere's just a little better with his money he's not spending it on all this extravagant shit and his baby mama T-Boz she <laughs> says hey hey end person we ain't broke what is you doing this shit for <sighs> i love it it's in my blood i guess he says so uh old uh buns he says hey facebook edit listen Wait, no, hold on. So old buns, he's showering naked and he's, it seems like he's singing the McDonald's song. He's like, dah, 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 dah. it's a weird fucking, not even real song he's singing. But Kirk McLoder comes on talking <laughs> about like this super heroin and old buns is like dog. I got to get some super hair
0: on. Because this was at a time when everybody turned to MTV for their news, you know, for their headlines. Because if you wanted the breaking news, <laughs> old Kurt Loader would come on. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Bullshit. When I saw that, I was like, God damn.
1: <laughs> so uh, old uh, Buns says, Hey, sincere, we got to get into the dope game now. And Joe, they do. So then they start selling drugs.
0: They get into a fight with their buddy Black. Remember, they're hanging out in a basement. They start fighting with their buddy Black, and the Black, he just takes all his clothes off.
1: No, no. (laughs) That's, no y'all radio edits really want to get this party started starts peeling off the laundry and shit throwing it over his head (laughs) i was
0: like what's (laughs) going on here
1: no uh at the beginning they say yeah that's buns yeah that's that's a man but he makes us call him buns i'm sincere That's fucking black or whatever Joe says his name. I don't really think his name is black and Joe's just a fucking racist. Oh, it is. (laughs) But he said, yeah, he's a goofy radio edit. We just keep him around to crack jokes on and shit. So then old blacks in the basement getting mad because he doesn't feel he's getting the right cut and getting disrespected and shit.
0: They're making fun because he still drinks 40s.
1: Yes, because they think, oh, you still in the 80s, And person? Hey, man, why are you saying this to me? So they all just beat the fucking shit out of him and say, get naked. You're going to sit on this old lady's couch naked with your asshole touching the cushions. And now you just sit there and we're going <laughs> to do that sometimes to see if we can see your penis. So back to
0: the main plot, such as it is, it's time. As you know, Kurt Loader talked about the superheroine that's hitting the street. So old uh Buns goes to talk. To...
1: <laughs> Why did they call him that? I know Tommy Bundy, sure, but don't call the motherfucker.
0: yeah. Yeah, call me Buns. He goes to talk to the biggest player in the game. And that's old Ox. Uh This is a Jamaican fellow. I
1: don't think his name is fucking Ox. I think it's Lennox. They call him Ox. Do they? Is he a Spider-Man villain? Because he's (laughs) Lennox. You see. (laughs) (laughs) Last name, Lewis.
0: And, uh... Oh, Lennox. He likes to watch soccer and, uh... Talk Jamaican. You know...
1: (laughs) This fucking dude has such a thick Jamaican accent. You would swear to God he was a fucking leprechaun. Dune sounded fucking Irish as fuck. He went past the Jamaican just to like, what? Did he just say shillelagh? What the fuck is going on here? It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. And the whole time his goofy ass teeth looked like they were trying to run out of his fucking mouth. I get this
0: pattern out in the E.C. again. It's like, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Titles or something. Man. What's this guy talking about? Um, yeah, so now he starts slinging, you know, and uh, and then, I don't know, I get kind of lost.
1: So they get the heroin, and uh, this dude named Knowledge, he says, hey, there's this town in Nebraska. And by golly, they fucking need heroin. They love it out there. Mm. So uh, they go and peddle their wares in Nebraska, even though they're in New York. Really strange, but
0: whatever. It was an untapped market, Tom. Although it was tapped because you (laughs) they got their own thugs there.
1: Yes. Thugs who wear goofy-ass fucking wigs, goofy-ass fucking glasses, and eat bananas hard as fuck. I don't know why they directed this fucking guy to eat a banana like fucking he was thirsting for dick, but that's exactly what he fucking did, and his weird-ass Mary Tyler Moore wig was fucking weird, and... It was a very erotic scene, is what I'm trying to say.
0: So yeah, we're introduced to the competition there, but uh, Rico, you, you think you know they're gonna come to to heads, but uh, that doesn't seem to happen. Somebody gets arrested, somebody goes to Jamaica. The to <laughs> it's all about you know, and then oh.
1: so D M X. He's uh, said that he'll give the fucking Irish Jamaican guy a favor for getting them the heroin. So he goes to Jamaica with the Irish guy to kill a dude.
0: To do an assassination.
1: Yes. And then DMX comes back to the States and old Rico drops a dime on him. Because, you know, he's taking money out of his pocket, you see. So Knowledge goes to jail. Uh, DMX is fucking... He's like, oh, fuck you, Knowledge. You got yourself into this. So uh, Knowledge calls up Old Method Man and says, hey, you listen. I need you to kill this squirrely end person for me. He set me up and... Now, ooh, I'm in jail. So Method Man goes to Nebraska. Rico tries date raping him. (laughs) Fucking the drugs fuck Method Man up to where he starts spilling the beans. And be like, oh, I fucked up. So then he shoots everyone in fucking (laughs) sight. (laughs) (laughs) And then he gets the fuck out of there. And uh, uh, DMX, or sorry, Buns is playing b-ball, and he notices this white guy at the court next to him. He's just like, all right, what are you doing here? He's like, hey, I'm a cop, and I need you to kill somebody for me. So they're talking, and he says, hey, we need this Malcolm X-type dead. You got to do it, but you got to get in close with him. I don't want you to suck his wiener or anything, but you got to get close to him.
0: And Buns says,
1: okay, they don't call me Buns for nothing. And there we find out the origin of the name.
0: In the meantime, that assassination has got out to the powers that be in Jamaica, and they're not having it. They're going to send out a transsexual hit person. To take out old Lennox.
1: Yes, because they found out that Lennox had that man killed.
0: Mm-hmm. So there is a Scarface-type scene where the assassins invade his mansion. And he is just uh, killing them all one by one. Except for the transsexual assassin who jumps from the staircase onto his back and slices his neck.
1: And that was the end yeah, of okay. Lennox. <laughs> <clears throat> so uh you know D air Buns is uh you know getting the word of God and shit because he's getting close to this minister. Is he buying into it? Isn't he? We don't know. But we go across town and Sincere's like, this shit's getting crazy. We got to get the fuck out of here, T-Boz. The scrubs are fucking rising up. And I know that you don't want none because a scrub can't get no love from you. So we got to go out and we're going to go to Africa.
0: Well, remember, there's somebody there in her house when she gets home, too.
1: That's right, Method Man was waiting because he's looking for old Sincere and Buns. Yeah. Because they want revenge for knowledge.
0: And eventually she has to kill someone with an ashtray.
1: Ashtray. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Just like Bedelia from Creep Show.
0: <laughs> Creep show on him.
1: <laughs> you bitch! You called me a bitch! I want my
0: cake. Good stuff. <laughs> Different movie, you see. <laughs>
1: Don't let go. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, so it comes down to, hey, is Bun's gonna kill this guy or not? And the guy just starts, you know, throwing his rap at him, you know, just like preaching hey. to him. Preaching. To I
1: him. know you came here to kills me, but before you do's just give me five minutes of your time. Just uh-huh. something for you to think about while I's is a dying's. <laughs> We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. Stand up for your rights.
0: Uh, he just can't do it, Tom.
1: He can't, okay, well, I, the best part of the movie, before DMX is going in, or sorry, before Buns is going in to do the hit job, he's driving up there with the uh, white cop And the white cops just like, you can't let him, you can't let him make this speech. You can't let him do it. All right, all right. You're my end person. Remember that. You're my end person. And right there, old Buns is like, oh shit, I sold my soul to the devil twice. (laughs) (laughs) And at that moment, you knew that he wasn't going to kill this fucking guy.
0: Uh, yeah like i said first time i've seen this i did not like it i first of all the most annoying shit is the way it's shot it is fucking terribly shot it's all over the place you know it doesn't have any kind of focus the guy feels like he's directing a, a music video or something nobody can act for shit uh hey i'm not easily offended but Man, did they throw the n-word around like every other sentence? It is just out there. It's like, god damn, you know. Even, I mean,
1: I think you meant every other word. It's oh, used in every
0: sentence. Even for the time, it's excessive. They, they probably made you know, fucking uh, Quentin Tarantino really jealous. <laughs> god damn, they they outdid me. You know, uh, it's weird. I'll give it that. If you like weird movies, this is definitely a fucking weird movie. But uh, it's not something I will ever, ever watch again.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I used to think this movie was fucking awesome and badass. Just the coolest fucking shit ever. And upon re-watching it, oh, it was just a good time that made me laugh a lot. I didn't take it too seriously or anything. Oh, but boy, did I have a good time drinking and laughing and watching. Ah, his name's Buns. I remember that. What the fuck were they thinking, these idiots? <laughs> yeah, it was it was fucking great. I don't remember. I don't know when or if I'll rewatch it again. But I had a fucking blast rewatching. This shit a fucking again. Uh, it was good. It uh, it makes me want to go back and break out all my old DMX CDs and <laughs> give those a spin. Then I remembered, oh, it's all on my phone. So this week I'll probably be listening to a bunch of DMX shit and say, Joe, you got to make me a DMX metal cutout to go with the deal one. <laughs> oh. so when we did that uh, rappers list. I did have a real list on a real list made, and DMX was on it. And I was like, "All right, Joe's going for the jokes." Then I'll just throw this list away, and we'll wing it with funny rappers. (laughs) But DMX was definitely on that shit. I used to fucking love that movie. This movie, and uh, you know, it's kind of nonsensical. The storytelling isn't too great. But when it boils down to it, it's just you know taking the path of light versus taking the path of dark and seeing what happens, what choices you make in life, and trying to claw your way out of the belly of the beast. You see.
0: Oh, and he did go back to Africa and uh, lived. You don't
1: see it or anything, Uh, but the
0: voiceover because they. have money for stock footage of Africa, I guess. I don't
1: know. No, it's because that's a classic staple of a hood movie. It's the voiceover, Hmm. the guy, the lead character narrating everything. It's not because it's a cheap way to do it. How dare you? Yeah. If Rudy Ray Moore and Fred Williamson didn't make so many fucking hood movies, this shit would definitely be in my top five.
0: (laughs) Oh, fuck. So next week, we'll be watching uh, Belly 2. I don't know who's in it. I know Hype Williams didn't direct it. We'll see. God damn, we'll see.
1: Yeah, I have uh, no connection to this one at all. I've never seen it. Didn't look shit up, but we'll see. It's not going to be. It might be. I, I hit you up, and you're saying, hey, we're doing Belly. I was just like, "Oh, it's not unintentionally funny, and you're gonna hate it." And, hey, I was half you're... right. <laughs> Going back, it is very unintentionally funny.
0: <laughs> there... <laughs> Laugh, you know, <laughs> but you know.
1: Hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're a fucking racist.
0: Yeah, I guess.
1: Oh, and you know so...
0: what? I am because I think when i was like gonna watch this i think i was thinking of the players club which i also (laughs) and which also may have a part two you know so i think maybe that's the movie i wanted to watch
1: yeah and i don't know where the fuck belly came from it's like hey yeah i mean we're still doing this horror genre podcast and this guy just totally did a 180 yeah we're doing belly yeah all right. So that was a dress. Oh, yeah, you know, maybe we'll do a director, an actor, some belly.
0: Belly. Okay. Fuck it.
1: Ah, Speaking of racist, Joe, you like Spider-Man.
0: I am now all caught up, Tom. Uh, So I'm reading Marvel Team Up, Uh, Spectacular Spider-Man, and Amazing Spider-Man, and... Amazing Spider-Man is the worst one out of all the three. The Marvel team-up has not been bad because it's been John Byrne and Chris Claremont. The shit that the Bill Mantlow's doing in Spectacular is goofy as shit. But now that I'm thinking about him, hey, that's kind of goofy and funny. Amazing. Okay, with this issue, Marv Wolfman comes on as the writer and editor kind of odd to edit your own shit because, uh, you know, if it sucks, who's going to tell you? Nobody's going to tell old oh, Marv Wolfman. And for his inaugural story, Tom, he brings back the much in demand, because you demanded it, um, Rocket Racer? Is that his name? It is. Yeah. Uh, the guy in the red suit that has a skateboard, a jet-powered skateboard and this issue he is blackmailing a guy that had him do a job you know he had a job the guy like you know hey i'm gonna pay you to do this he goes and doesn't says no nah, you're gonna pay me this motherfucker and the guy is not having it he's gonna like kill himself but rocket racers no nah, you're not gonna kill yourself you're gonna get me that money or what what are you going to do? Kill him? That didn't make any sense at all. Uh, so Spider-Man's is chasing him and just chasing him, right? That's all he's doing in this issue? A lot of chasing and then going to the hospital. Yeah, he goes to the hospital and uh, old Aunt May, you know, being the snide old bitch she is, she kind of implies, like, hey, I'd like to see old Petey get married and settle down and You know, hey, but we know that's not going to happen. So, you know, all that adventure ensues and Parker goes, tries to get an advance from Jameson, right? Some shit. I don't know. Sorry, instead of shaking my head, I say yes. Yeah. Uh, The issue ends, surprisingly, (laughs) with Peter Parker proposing. To marry Jane Watson, mm. What's gonna happen? What's she gonna say? I, we'll find out next week. And to
1: think, there's still a, there's still about a year till issue two hundred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're gonna stretch this out as much as they can <laughs> for a year. Yeah, <laughs> over what you're saying. Three comics. (laughs) Mm, Can't wait. (sighs) Hey, Joe. Hey. You
0: like lists? I've been known to like a list or two, Tom. Five. All right. So this week, uh, as we were trying to get, uh, you know, attract the fairer sex to listen to the show we're counting down our top five chick flicks that's right we're getting in touch with our feminine sides you know showing that hey we're sensitive blokes too you know tom just watched a uh, beetlejuice and uh at number five i have a french film called amelie It's got a green cover, and oh, Amalie just smiling on the cover, you know? What's she up to? Oh, man, she's up to all kinds of stuff, Tom.
1: Oh, that's a blank piece of paper. Let me grab the other one. (laughs) My number five is a movie for girls. <laughs> and this movie stars Rodney or Rover Dangerfield, and it's about soccer. You see,
0: hmm.
1: it's about a soccer team called the Ladybugs, which happens to also be the name of the movie Ladybugs.
0: The movie's about a young transsexual, right? Playing soccer. It is. Okay, I've seen this one. JTT starring. At number four, I have the movie Practical Magic, Tom. This one's about a couple of witches, sisters, witches, you know. I've even read the book. The book's really good. The movie kind of makes it into a real chick flick, but it's all right. It's all right.
1: Joe. My number four is, in fact, a movie for girls. You ever heard of the Scream movies? Any of them?
0: I've heard, yeah. I think they've made 30 of them.
1: i pick one. Maybe the one with Laurie Metcalf will go with that. Maybe that's the second or third but Eh, any of them. It's whatever. I don't really care for chick flicks, so... <laughs>
0: At number three, I have the movie Heathers. This is a movie about a serial killers, but it's a chick flick. It's about chicks.
1: Tried watching that a year or so ago, because you're always yapping about it. I'm just like, this is a movie for girls, and I turned it right off. And then you said, hey, Tom, let's watch The Boys Next Door. And then I thought, Joe, some kind of tomato.
0: I knew this was going to be an odd list for women, because anybody that listens to the show knows that he hates women. (sighs) Tom hates women.
1: (laughs) But I don't hate girls, Mm. especially girls when they go on a trip when they go on a girl's trip, you see. Very funny movie about black ladies whacking guys off with produce.
0: Hmm. At number two, I have Ghost World. Starring two women who I can't remember their names right now and Steve Buscemi.
1: Beatrice Arthur and Scarlet Johansson.
0: Yes. It's based on a comic book by a guy that writes chick comic books.
1: Oh, if I would have remembered about that shit, it would probably be on the list. Number two are we at? Yes. My number two... Is a werewolf movie where this werewolf girl grows like six or eight nips. It looks fucking silly. It's ginger snaps. It's named after a cookie, you see. I forgot
0: about that one.
1: It's alright. It's for bitch I'm
0: girls though. I have a romance film. Yep, this is old Shakespeare. In love. This movie is about Shakespeare. But he's in love Tom. So he makes a play called Romeo. Juliet. Takes place in Italy. That play does. The movie doesn't.
1: Well my number one. Movie for girls. Is a horror classic about a babysitter who's a girl and it's Halloween
0: agreed thank you definite chick flick
1: so Joe next week we're gonna do a list we've been saying we're gonna do for a while but we'd hold it for a special occasion but who knows how much time either of us have left, Joe. So I figure we'll just get it out of the way. And uh, we're going to go with our top five favorite uses for eggs. All right. I can't wait, Joe. That was easy. <sighs> www.dwnproductions.net Masks, bus props Custom work I know I'm not gonna have any orders Until the big Black Friday sale The Thursday before Black Friday So, you know, just gotta say it So I can write this shit off That's dwnproductions.net But hey, maybe you want something custom made Hit me the fuck up But remember Black Friday. Better see you there. Or how fucking
0: fast custom shirts.com. Hey, go to the website. There's plenty of shit there already for you to choose from. Order a shirt. Order two. Hey, do some Christmas shopping. You fucking selfish. Fuck. This isn't just about you. Get something for somebody else, man. God damn. There's something on there they like. Custom work. You can hit me up. I'm busy, but we'll do it. We'll do it. Hey, you guys do your stretches in the morning. Okay. I mean, a lot of y'all are just getting lazy as shit. You know, it's not gonna take much. Y'all do a little, you know, stretch out. There you go. Hold it. Hold it. And yeah, you know, a little stuff like that. That's all it takes. I worry about you guys sometimes. You know, feet
1: straight, back straight. Butt straight, chin straight out. And now you stay. And now you go down slow. And go down slow. And go down slow. And go down slow. Now some people, they can't go more. This is all they can go. But me, I can still go down slow. And go down slow, 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 and And I still go down slow, and go down slow. And then you come up slow. And then you do it one more time. And you go down slow. <laughs> Until next week, boy, Gav.